Everybody, happy Wednesday. Welcome to another edition of Fantasy Hockey Picks and Bets presented by Prize Picks right here on the Mayo Media Network. I'm your host, Chris Meany. Thanks as always for taking the time to hang out. We got six games on the ice tonight, and I got Javi Perlezzo from FTN to join me. We're going to break it all down. He is on FTNBets.com, FTNDaily.com, FTNFantasy.com, and he's a Florida Panthers fan, but no Panthers today. I told him he can't come on the show uh, when the Panthers are playing because we just talked Florida Panthers the whole time, but they are having a really good season. We'll get to Javi in a little bit. we got some picks, some props, some DFS plays as well, and dude prints screenshots. So looking forward to the conversation with Javi. Right now it is time for the prize picks play of the day. Oh my goodness, there's so many great options over at prizepicks.com and across all the sports that you love too. You got college basketball, the madness is going to start here uh, any day. NBA, you can mix and match across all the sports that you love. Check out the link in the description for a 100% deposit match. So, like I said, there was, you know, it was tough. Not because there wasn't any plays that I liked or didn't like. It's because there were so many that I just loved. I'm going to start with the Vegas boys. Max Pacioretty at 4.6, even Mark Stone at 3.6. You know I've been picking on SJ Sharkey, Cam Stewart Sharks a, a lot. It's not because I don't like the mascot or the team, the colors, the logos, or some of their players. And Devin Dubnik has been playing really good lately. It's just 4.6 for Max Pacioretty. Is, it's just too low. It's 14 goals in the season, 112 shots. It's fourth most in the NHL. 76 shots at 5-5, five and five, tied for third. You know, I always come in with a volume shooter. Just a nice, solid, safe floor there. And this Sharks team, they're pretty bad 5-5. Five and five. They've allowed the fifth most shots per 60 minutes at 5-5, five and five, 30.7. The third most scoring chances. The fourth most high-danger chances. And as a result, the third most goals, 3.05 at 5-5 five and five per 60 minutes. That from Natural Statric. In Vegas, they create the fourth most scoring chances. So this is a really good spot. You look at San Jose, they've taken 3.46 penalties per game. That's not good. That's top five in the league. Vegas power play, starting to heat up a little bit. So give me Max Pacioretty. He's got two goals and six points over his last three games. He had two points against the Sharks just the other night. The other play here is Sean Couturier at 3.6. Matty Best not feeling Couturier. I think we can ride with Sean Couturier here today. There's other guys at the end. Maybe I'll throw out a couple, but Couturier is just, I just think he's underrated. Yeah, he's not a big volume shooter, but he's got six goals and 19 points in 16 games on the season, 40 shots. He's got six points over a current five-game point streak. We saw nine goals in this matchup on Monday. Six goals and 18 points in his last 14 games. Points in 13 of his last 14. He's hit the score sheet in 13 of his last 14 games. It's pretty good. Three shots, at least three shots in six of his past 10 games. So not as big as a floor with Pacioretty, but it's still there. And I love this line. It's so good. Couture, Joel Farabee, and JVR. JVR, 13 goals, 29 points. He had 40 points last season, got 29 already. And Farabee, 12 goals and 24 points on the season. That line is awesome. To Foley, four points. Connor, three, 3.5. Perron, 3.5. Shabbat, three. Besser, three. There's lots of great options over at prizepicks.com. All right. Javi, what's up? Welcome. Meaning. Hi, man. Hey, good morning. You're on the West Coast. <laughs> yeah, good morning. Yeah, it doesn't matter, man. We rise and grind here every day. You know how it goes. But uh, exci- I wish the Panthers were on the slate. I know I know you mentioned that. I, I wish they were here. But uh, yeah, one of the best teams in the NHL. But I'm, I'm pumped, man. That Yeah, those price picks are, are juicy. I, I might just throw five of those and, and knock on those because I, I love quite a bit there. 
Yeah, there's, it's fun. You can have, you can have a lot of just interesting combos. You know, you don't have to go perfect. You can go two for three or three for four and still get some cash back depending on what you want. And a little bit later on in the day over at prizepicks.com, they have the single stats or you can take the over, uh, over, under on shot props or saves. I like that as well. Like Connor Hellebuck is one that is usually around 28 and a half. Now he could get burned. Yeah. I mean, you can, you can get burned by it because you can yeah. play him and he can get pulled. We saw that a couple of times, but the Jets allow so much rubber that he usually gets there. So it's been one that there is no line. So I couldn't come at anybody this morning with that prop, but it is one that I, I consider a little bit more lately uh, with the save. So a few games on the ice to break it all down. Let's, let's start with Vancouver and Ottawa. Javi, we, um, we had the under on this game Monday. I think we got lucky to get it. It was a three, two overtime win for the Canucks. Demko was just so good in that game, and he's been really good lately. Ottawa plus 128 at home, 17 and 15 against the spread. They're 10, 20, and 2 on the year. Not great, but they've been hanging around. You know, they've beaten the Leafs a couple times, the Habs a couple times. Minus 150 Vancouver. I believe they're minus 180 on Monday. They're 15 and 17 against the spread, 14, 16, and 2. What do you think? This line is a, it's a little bit easier to get involved with the Canucks. They were juiced up so much on Monday. What, what do you think? Another win for, for Vancouver? Yeah, I, I do. I mean, I, I, I'm not a believer in Ottawa at all. I think they're one of the bottom teams. Eventually, you know, they'll progress into a, a better team, but um, you know, they put a ton of shots on gold, not many squeezed by and Demko. I mean, you mentioned him already. He's been on fire. I mean, if you look at his DraftKings points, he's got six of his last seven games. He has, over 22 DK points or above. So like Demko's feeling it going against this Ottawa team. I don't see how Ottawa wins their, wins this, but you know, we saw the first half of the season, uh, your Canadians exposed uh, this Canucks mm. power, this penalty kill. Uh, it, it was one of the worst, but it's actually progress. It's actually been better. Like, and Demko has been great. Um, he's mainly the reason behind this. And they're also, they're staying out of the penalty box, which is key in the last 10 Absolutely. games. So, yeah. So I'm a, I'm a big Canucks fan here. You are. And, and which is weird, Maddie Best, as we bring you in, because uh, we have a lot of Ottawa supporters on this show. <laughs> yeah, everyone loves the Senators. Everyone loves those pesky Sens. But uh, there's no goaltender in hockey that I want to go against more right now than just how good Thatcher Demko has been. He's been unbelievable. He's yeah. been one of the best goalies for, what, the last two weeks, probably? And. I, I do have a juicy question for you later when we get to a specific game. Um, you'll love it. But, yeah, right here, I, I don't think I have any interest in going to the puck line for the Senators. Usually I do like going after that puck line plus one and a half for the Sens. Uh, they've come through a lot of the times I've been on them miraculously. What do you think of the over here means? I, th- I think I'm going to go back to the under. I, it does make me a little uneasy, the fact that they put up 46 shots the other night on Demko like but just to have his point I mean the DraftKings points are are spot on but just like look at this 44 saves 44 of 46 34 of, of 35 he had the bad game against the Habs it's gonna happen right it's a good hockey team Montreal jokes aside 29 <laughs> of 30 uh the night before against the Habs 37 of 39 31 of 32 27 of 27 against the Jets a shutout uh, just looking at the last month of the season, he's got a 938 save percentage and a 2.09 goals against average and six W's. I mean, he's been really good. He's been very strong. Hope he is not getting in the net at all. I think I still lean under here. I, I don't know if I'm going to go with the Canucks. Uh, I think it is the play. Uh, we'll, we'll recap at the very end, but I think under. Am I wrong here, Matt? Thinking under? 
No, no I think absolutely under if Demko plays. This is another game you and I were talking about it off the show. That if you are betting early with us at like 11 or 12 Eastern, I would hold off a bit unless you are the most certain human being that Thatcher Demko is going to play. Because if Braden Holpe plays, I immediately will go to the Senators plus one and a half, and I will hit the over in this game without hesitation. But I think Dem- it's a great call. But if Demko plays, it's it's a completely different story. Yeah, I think that's a great call and something that I failed to say off the top of the show if you're just new. Like, any questions, leave them in the YouTube section. Always circle back before a puck drop. This is this has happened to us a couple times where we've gotten burned all of a sudden. Like, Flurry's not starting. It's like, oh, no, Vegas on the puck line. Colorado the other night. <laughs> It's like they let it four, they were down what four two, I yeah and then they pulled Miska. I know you yeah. had the yeah. you told everybody in the FTN Discord <laughs> live bet Colorado hurry up yeah. live bet Colorado they won eight four have yeah no uh, Hunter Miska is not good that's what happened then Philip Grubauer just came in and he he showed him but uh, Demko started six games in a row I wouldn't be surprised if Holpe gets sense. a start here uh, especially against Ottawa but. I don't know, man. How do you how do you bench Demko in this spot? I it's a game I'd wait. I, I agree with you guys, but if if Holpe's in, I say take that over. Um, but this is one that you wait for. I think honestly, guys, like it's gonna be Demko. I'm looking ahead at Vancouver's schedule. They have a back to back against the Habs on Friday and Saturday, so Holpe's gonna get one of those starts. So he hasn't started since March second. He allowed four goals to the Jets, and then before that, February 21st, and he allowed four four goals as well. He's been, I mean, what a great signing, Vancouver. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, under. I think under is the play here. We'll recap at the end. Maybe we'll get some DK DK plays and, and whatnot. Let's go to the Flyers and the Rangers. We were on this one on Monday for goals. We had the over. There was a ton of them. The Rangers are plus 112, 17 to 10 against the spread, 11, 12, and 4 on the season. The total here is, again, 6. Minus 130 for Philadelphia. So nothing is confirmed in the net for for Philly, whether it's going to be Carter Hart or Brian Elliott. It is the first of a back-to-back for the Flyers. Alexander Georgiev is going to get the call for the Rangers. Javi, I don't know. We've been burned a lot by New York this season in the Discord, especially Mika Zibanejad. His prize picks was sitting there at 2.6. <laughs> I've already been burned by that. I told people before <laughs> to play Mika Zibanejad. So, I, I mean, I may do it. I can't tell anybody else to do it. So I'd feel awful if he just laid an egg again. He was minus three in this game. He didn't do anything. It was the Panarin line and then the Couture line and actually all lines kind of hit for Philadelphia. It was rough. We're starting to see a little bit of that as the season goes on. Happy. We're at the halfway point. I saw a stat the other day that the fighting is up in the NHL compared to the last couple of years, but they're playing the same teams all the time. They're yeah. getting ticked off. They're getting, they don't want to be <laughs> like, it's like eight or nine times you have to play the same teams and you're fighting for the playoffs. I think there's going to be goals, but you take it away. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm on this. And again, uh, Busnevich, he's, he's out. Um, yeah, that's he's, right. I think, I think he's on the COVID list. So Blackwell, uh, he, he's going to be on that top line. It's a downgrade. You know, that's not a, that's not an upgrade for them. Um, I, you know, Kreider burned me the end of the day. I, I liked him at any time goal. I'm going to go back to Kreider. I, I like Kreider quite a bit. Um, I can't go to Mika, man. He's He's been so bad, and his shots are down. Like, he's not putting any shots on goal. I don't know if people are just shutting him down or if he's just down the scene, but it's just been – he's burned us too much. I mean, I can't go to that. But you touched on that Flyers first line. I absolutely love them. You know, we've been targeting the Rangers all year. Um, I think this is a great spot for the Rangers – or, sorry, for the Flyers here. Um, I know that the, the, the live money line is, is sitting there at minus one thirty. It's not my, uh, 
it's not my favorite bet there, but I, I think I, I would throw um, probably a minus one and a half bet. I don't, I don't know what, if Matty Best is going to be jumping on that one, but I like, I like the Flyers here to take this, this game over the Rangers. Yeah, what do you think, Best? Yeah, I'm a big Flyers guy in this game. Uh, the one thing I will say, though, is I do like Blackwell and DFS. 3100 bucks oh, yeah. <clears throat> playing on the second line, second power play unit. I think yeah. he's a good way to get exposure to a game where I think the over will hit. Um, basically, for the Rangers, it was the Artemi Panarin show the last game. Panarin just looks phenomenal. This team plays at a different gear with Panarin in the lineup, and he kind of hides how disappointing Mika has been this whole year. But on the flip side, in the last game, if anybody not named Carter Hart starts that game, Philly wins that without hesitation. And my question for you means, and I know this will lead into your little tangent here, you're in a redraft league for next year, and you need a goalie number two. Who do you go after, Carter Hart or Thatcher Demko? Oh, man. Yeah, that is is pretty good. Um, That's a good question. I th- I think I think I would go with man right now it's Demko. Like is this crazy? That's it's crazy. It's kind of crazy. I'm thinking about my overall rankings at the start of the season and I had Carter Hart like everybody else as a borderline top 5 goalie heading into the season. Like the breakout was there and Demko was not he was an afterthought, but Demko with what he did in the bubble and what he's doing right now, I think I got to lean Demko. It's just it is tough to throw back Carter Hart into the pool like he does have the pedigree the resume he's a young goalie we're not seeing young goal. I don't want to be too hard on Carter Hart my goodness I tweeted out the other day that I thought he was slightly overrated and I don't know if it's because I'm an Eagles guy and I just gathered a few Philly fans on t- Twitter over the past couple of years but they were not happy with that comment the defense on both teams are suspect I don't want to put all the blame on Carter Hart the defense has looked really bad as much as I've come in here over the past couple of days and talked up Shane Gosses here. He's not the great defensive defenseman. They need to figure that out and help him a little bit. I do think honestly, Matt, like that Carter Hart has the highest ceiling. He does have that pedigree. Like I mentioned, you know, with world juniors and team Canada and, you know, last season in the bubble, he was, he was decent. And just this year, he just, he doesn't look great. <laughs> like I was taking a look at his save percentage five on five. It's eight ninety four. It's 57th among qualified goalies. There's like three or four more that are just worse than him. That's it. Um, that's a tough question, man. You really put me on a spot here. I think Demko. I think it's I think it's Demko, but if I was in your situation, and as big as a name as Carter Hart is, I would try to get something from him. I would try to trade him. I would say, listen, Carter Hart, there's some believers out there. Like I said, the resume is there. Um, he's a young goalie. You're not seeing a lot of young goalies, you know, play between the pipes as often as he has and has been as good and decent. The Carey Price comparisons do bother me, I will admit. Like, <laughs> no, I couldn't like, tell. <laughs> like, like settle down just a little bit with Price. I mean, it's not even right now. Like, Price has had some bad games right now, and over the past few years, he's had some bad games too. But, I mean, he's a two-time gold medal winner. He's won Hart and Vezina in the same season. And it's just I, – I just think we, we can't compare the two right now. But I know I'm back and forth a little bit on my answer, but – I think I would try to get something for Carter Hart because he's the bigger name and just flip him. And maybe, I don't know how your league works. Maybe you get an extra pick. Maybe you get, you know, something that you're not going to keep. Why don't you just try to get, you know, return? Maybe you package three guys and get a bigger player in return. I don't know. But what, what, what is your initial lean? What is it, Matt? I, initial if I'm playing in a redraft, 
I'm going Thatcher Demko. And yeah. I think it's because, one, the ADP will be slightly better. And, two, even if both were available at the same time at the ADP I wanted Demko, I'd still take Thatcher Demko. I think in read or in dynasty leagues and in season or in like just keeper leagues, then yeah, I'll go Carter Hart because, like you said, the ceiling sure. is higher for Hart. But if I need that one-off sure thing goalie, because you look at what's happening with Braden Holpe right now, there's no confidence in Holpe. Whereas in yeah. Philly, they're going Elliot Hart, Elliot Hart, and I think that'll continue just all through next year. If even if the Flyers don't have Elliot and they get another one A one B situation. Give me Demko right now. Better ADP. And uh, he's just more solid and just more steady right now. And plus, if you're not drafting him to be your number one goaltender in fantasy, I like the gamble more on Demko than going after Hart and just being screwed if Hart does this again for another year. Right. And, and that's the thing. And there's there's something that I know Flyers fans, it'll be uneasy to hear this. I get it. But there's <laughs> over the years, right? It's been an issue in net. And I don't want to lump Hart with all the other goaltenders that have just run through Philadelphia over the last 20 plus years since what Ron Hextall. I don't know. It's been a long time, but the save percentage has definitely been there for Demko. And you're right. You said it, it was a redraft league. So it doesn't matter. What do you think, Javi? Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I say draft them both, Matt, just draft <laughs> them both. And then uh, bench Demko whenever he faces Calgary. Cause it seems like, he doesn't know how to play goalie against Calgary. That's the only team, which is shocking because you look at him, Toronto shut down, Edmonton shut down, uh, Montreal. He, he did yeah, very he, well against Montreal in one of those games. Um, yeah. But, I, I mean, yeah, I, for me, I actually lean Carter Hart, guys. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, uh, I think uh, smarter girl. Cool. Yeah, it's just it, – it's, that's a, that's a toss-up, though, Matt. I don't Close your eyes and pick one. No, I'm just kidding. Don't get, I don't want to give that advice, but uh, Demko in the first half of the season, like he, he struggled quite a bit. Uh, Hart has struggled pretty much all year. So it's, it's tough to go through this year on, from a consistent basis. But I think if you go for upside, um, I, they're not going to do this, you know, the way they broke down the divisions this year. So uh, Demko might have an easier schedule, but he's, he has been seeing Edmonton and Toronto and Montreal. So it's not the easiest for him and he's proven himself. So, I, I get that, but I, I still lean Carter Hart. I'm a believer. So I, I hopefully I get love with your Philly fans there. <laughs> and you know what? Honestly, I want to cap off and finish this. That I am a believer too in him. I think that he will turn it around. I just want people to relax. Like, and I think expectations were just slightly high. And that was my thing with slightly overrated is because there was a lot of offseason talk that he is, you know, going to be the next best thing. He's a top five goalie. He should be drafted in fantasy as a top five goalie. And to be honest with you, I wouldn't hold him right now in fantasy. He would not be on my fantasy team, especially if I was on the outside looking in on a playoff spot with three weeks left until head-to-head playoffs in your format. And heck, if you have Carter Hart, you're probably struggling anyways mm. to to make the playoffs. So uh, it's, you got to be careful. It, it just hasn't been there lately for him. But with that said, I mean, over tonight, goals, right? <laughs> goals, goals, goals all over the place. Maybe he bounces back. Maybe Brian Elliott gets in between the pipes with the back-to-back. But I like goals, and I like that top line for Philadelphia a lot. Uh, but you can get creative here with with the Flyers. There, we'll, we'll talk about in DFS. There's a lot of diff- different ways. Both of their power plays are really good. They're strong, and there's some value on them for sure. Okay, enough about the Flyers. Habs and Jets. Winnipeg again plus money here at home against Montreal plus 102, 22 and 6 
against the spread, 17, 9, and 2. Montreal minus 118, 14, and 14 against the spread. The total here is 5.5, 13, 8, and 7. This was a very entertaining game on Monday. It looked like the Jets were just going to have their way with the Canadians early, but Price was strong. And guys, Price has turned it around a little bit. He's 4-1-1 one, one in his last six games, a 9.50 save percentage and a 1.50 goals against average. It's kind of just what he's done over the past three or four years. He's looked awful. In the first month or six weeks of the season, everyone makes excuses for him. They laugh about his contract, which will never go away. And when you get paid like that, you got to play like you're elite. And he just hasn't. So he's deserved some of the hate. They fired their coach. They fired the goaltending coach. And he's looked a lot better. Javi, take it away. What do you think? Man? Yeah. Yeah, th- this was an entertaining game. I-, I couldn't turn off TV when I was watching this game. But um, uh, it- it's tough not to to bet on the Habs here just with – how good they're playing. Uh, I'm not a believer in the Jets. Uh, I find them overly inconsistent. I know there's a lot of hype about them, but, um, you know, they, sh- they struggle. They allow a ton of high danger chances here. Um, you know, they're, they're top 10 in the league. And I- I'm not a, not a big fan of, of, of the Jets here. Um, but I also think that this is going to hit an under. Like, as much as I can see goals happening here, I, you know, both offenses are crazy. Tyler Toffoli, what a signing by the Habs, by the way. Um, you know, I'm a... I, I, I'm not really interested in this game from a from a DFS or or offensive standpoint. Even with the Jets and their inconsistency, and the Canadians, like yeah, they've they've played better. Um, Carey Price has been great. Jake Allen has been serviceable for the Canadians too. Um, I don't know who's going to be in now. We don't we we don't have an idea yet here, but uh, I do like the under here. Um, I'm not a big fan of this game from a DFS perspective and, and from a betting perspective, you can see I'm a little hesitant, but I do like the the under here. Um, I, I don't really want to take a shot on the sides though. Yeah, I kind of agree with you with the under. Um, I think both goalies just I, – I think it's going to be Price. I think Price plays. Like I said, I they got the back-to-back against the Canucks, so Allen will get in there. Price has been too hot not to play him. Um, but both of these goalies – like, Hellebuck is one that we talk about a lot on this show, Javi, and you know this, and Matt knows this as well. It's very boomer bust with Hellebuck. And, you know, I joked earlier that he could get yanked, and, you know, you take the over on the saves, but – you mentioned the high danger chances and that's why it's very boom robust with this guy. And you just look at the back of the, the game log. It's like 23 points, 18, 33, negative three. Like it's all over the place. That's DraftKings points, but 27 saves, 34 saves, 36 saves, 33, 40, 31. He's right in around that. He's flirting with that DK bonus and the Habs generate a lot too. I, I kind of feel the under, I don't know if I'm going to pick a side, <laughs> Yeah, I think if I'm, I was on the Jets, I've been on the Jets, honestly, in every game that they played Montreal because it's been plus money. <laughs> yeah. I do like the Jets. I have concerns with them as well. I think the same concerns you have is, is the defense. And I think that's why Hellebuck is so boomer bust because they give up mm-hmm. so many quality chances mm-hmm. and they gave up a ton of turnovers. Like if it wasn't for Hellebuck, it probably would have went over, but the, with what he can do and with what price is doing, I lean under, but Matt, what do you say? I feel like the last three times I've picked on the Montreal Canadiens and Winnipeg Jets game, whatever I've said has been the opposite. So whatever I say here, pick the opposite. Um, I I just keep going back to Winnipeg at plus money, and it makes me feel stupid, but I just keep doing it, hoping it hits. Now, that being said, the Habs are going to win 5-2. So just... I like I don't want to bet on this game. That plus money is yeah. so attractive to me, though. Um, I think if the over-under gets to about six, which I think it could get up to, uh, then give me the under. But other than that, I just, 
I don't want to. I don't want to tell people what to bet on this game because it'll just be the opposite. I feel like That's being. Right. I feel like just doing what Cam does and giving you a final score, and just <laughs> going five two Habs, even though I would bet the Jets plus money. <laughs> Man, Cam nails some scores. It's very and, impressive. And if he doesn't nail them dead on, he's off by a goal. It's so weird. Maybe it's the nine thirty Coca Cola's in the morning. <laughs> maybe it is listen the what to do here is just to take the shot props this is what you do maybe you avoid the game and you just sprinkle in some shot props these guys have been really good to us all year long to foley two and a half minus 155 connor two and a half minus 155 both of those guys hit pretty easily i said that i was thinking about them in prize picks to had the two goals i believe six shots connor had the two goals his shot prop hit Nikolai Ehlers shot prop hit. So those are guys that I just keep going back to and I have no problem. Nikolai Ehlers is not on DraftKings Sportsbook, but you can find him. Um, you know, his it's been right, right around minus 120 for, for Nikolai Ehlers, his shot prop. So as much as I like the shots, I am leaning with the under here just because of of how strong the goaltending is. We'll get to some some DFS play. There could be something there too, as much as like mm. the under. There's some value there to be had. All right, what are we in here next? Uh, Vegas and San Jose is a team who's just heavily juiced here on the money line. Minus 230 for the Golden Knights. 11 to 15, plus 182 for San Jose. 16 to 10 against the spread. Not bad. Total here at 6, 11, 12, and 3. I'll start here. San Jose burned us the other day. We had Vegas on the puck line. The Sharks went about 12 minutes heavy in the second period without even generating a shot on goal. It's just Vegas couldn't put them away. Devin Dubnik has looked pretty good lately. I don't know if he's going to get the call. I would imagine he gets the start just because of how good he's been. He's been very impressive. And I know that you had Jonathan Marsha. So first time or any time goal the other night mm-hmm. against the Sharks, he was so good. I It was a bad beat. He had six or seven shots. They were high-quality shots. He had two in a span of 10 seconds, all alone in the slot. Dubnik was (laughs) stacking pads. He looked really good. I like the under here. Six is high. Vegas, is they just don't give up a lot. And Fleury has been tremendous this season. I can't imagine San Jose scoring more than two goals. And if Vegas just gets four, maybe we get a 4-1 win. We get the 4-2, we get the push. Maybe just get three nothing. I'm into Vegas, and I have no problem actually going back to the puck line. I just I have so much respect for this Golden Knights team. I know the Sharkies and Cam would be here in my ear. I know he would be telling me <laughs> SJ Sharkies puck line underdogs, but I'm gonna lean with the under is my favorite play. But I do like Vegas by a couple goals. What do you think, Abby? Yeah, no, I, I like minus one and a half. So that's what burned me more, Meanie. Uh, the late goal. I'm betting. Yeah, I mean, that, uh, that late goal pressure. by the Sharks. Yeah, that late goal by the Sharks kind of put me there. But I like the minus one and a half on, on DK. It's at plus 108. I think Vegas is going to is gonna win this game. And I, I, I see them scoring three goals. It's just a matter of how many goals the Sharks score. Um, this Vegas offense is clicking on all cylinders, even with, you know, uh, Petrangelo out you know, recently, I, you know, it just seems like Theodore is coming back to his, to his old ways, which is great. Um, and I like Vegas here. I, I'm not, I haven't really picked the sharks much this season and I'm a, I'm going to stick to that. I do agree with you on the under. Um, but again, it's, it's, it's scary tough. because I mean, you know, yeah. the Vegas to score four or five goals. So. Correct. Correct. Yeah. That's the, that's the part that I'm a little worried about. So my favorite bet personally is the, the golden Knights minus one and a half at plus one Oh eight on DK um, going against the sharkies here. 
Yeah, they they're three and zero against them this year. They've hung around. They're four and zero against them actually this year. They San Jose's hung around a couple times. There was uh, an OT win, but we had a four nothing win, and we had um, a three one win as well. One thing I will say about Vegas is um, if Chandler Stevenson doesn't play, he was a late scratch. He was a game time decision last time out. And Cody Glass stepped up on that first line with Mark Stone and Max Petrad. He looked pretty good. Like he's he's the future number one center there on that team. And but Chandler Stevenson has been playing pretty good. And then you mentioned Petro Angelo, who is out and on that second power play unit, Dylan Coughlin is um, showing a little bit of offensive upside, but he's a cheap value as we get to, to DK too. Puck line, Matty Best, um, you've kind of got me on puck lines this year, but, you know, lately it's been, it hasn't been all great, man. Like the other night, I think Carolina, we had the late goal from Detroit. That was so heartbreaking. That was tough. And then this late goal from San Jose, will you go back? I mean, it's like puck line or you get involved with the Sharks. Like, you can't pick Vegas on the money line. You can't pick Vegas on the money line. We saw what happens when you pick a juiced up favorite. Thanks, Nashville. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I think, like you said, my favorite play here is the under. And then I'll go uh, puck line with the Golden Knights here. And then our boy patches, I'm going to go back to him. On the shot, yeah. I I feel like Patches is a guy, he's not on my shit list yet, but he's working his way towards it. (laughs) He's one of those guys that you just feel like he, I mean, he gets it more times than not. I just, at the top of the show, what is he, 112 shots, it's fourth in the league. And 76 at five and five is tied for third. He's the trigger man on the power play. He had a beautiful goal uh, on Monday against uh, San Jose. And then he had a nice setup. But what I noticed from him a couple of times is he has been passing a little bit more. Maybe he heard us calling him a puck hog. I'm trying to find some, some props here. I, I do like the, the three and a half, Matt. It's not bad. I'm trying to see uh, an anytime point like ah, minus 182 is, is pretty juiced up. Assist. If you can find an assist anywhere, somebody asked me on Twitter if I they they they're north of the border. They use Bet three six five. Bet three six five doesn't have points, unfortunately. They just have power play points, but they have assists. And there's something to be said about taking volume shooters just to get an assist. Ovechkin, Pacioretty, they're usually plus money to get an assist, uh, and those are good players playing on top lines with Mark Stone, right? And so, I if you can find Pacioretty for maybe a an assist plus money. Point minus 182 is a little bit much here. Uh, we can move on. Edmonton and Calgary got this game wrong, and it was looking like I would get it. It was a 0-0 first period. There was nine combined shots. Daryl Sutter has got his flames playing uh, shutdown hockey. But it turned out to be a shootout in the third period. There's lots of goals. We got a total of six. Calgary minus 118. Edmonton plus 102. 14 and 17 against the spread. 13 and 16 for Calgary. All of a sudden, Havy, the Flames are looking a little bit better. They got some structure in their game. I don't like them as a team to score a ton of goals. I think they're going to rely on Markstrom and, and try to shut things down. But in three games, beat Montreal 2-1, beat Montreal 3-1, and beat Edmonton 4-3. Uh, what do you think? Oilers bounce back. What are you thinking? Yeah, I, I, I'm not a believer in the in the Flames. Um, I do like Edmonton bounce back. One of my one of the bets I was looking at. It's not often that I look at first period odds, but uh, on DK mm-hmm. first period odds, Edmonton leading after one is minus one hundred six. Again, I prefer plus money, like like everyone else. But minus one hundred six is pretty low to be leading at the end of the first. So I kind of like that bet. Um, bad, it's, yeah. it's, it's a weird one to say, um, you know, I love my, my first goal props and the, the anytime scores, but that's the one that, that stood out to me a little bit here. Uh, another game that 
you know, with how good Calgary's been playing. And then in Edmonton, I mean, we saw that span where what they didn't, it's just, I don't play them against the Maple Leafs. You know, Maple Leafs just shut down Edmonton, it seems like every year. So um, I, I still believe in this high power offense. So I do like at Edmonton here. Um, they, they are plus money on DK. So um, yeah, it's very interesting to me. So I, I, I think I'd take a shot there plus the first period money line as well, more than anything else. I had uh, Tyson Berry to complete um, what was a decent looking parlay and he left early in that game. He burned me, but he was a guy who is, is really shooting the puck a ton from the point. If he doesn't play tonight, I think Ethan bear could be interesting, not for a shot prop, but he could get some more power play time. Nurse would probably be an automatic play in DK. Maybe, oh, yeah. maybe not automatic, but if you're playing, if you're playing 10 lineups, maybe you want to have like five of them with nurse as a guy who could play 25, 26 minutes, going to get top power play time, block a few shots. Like Barry just, he's been logging a lot of minutes and he's turned his game around quite a bit. He didn't practice at all yesterday and he only played seven minutes on Monday. So if he misses time, we could get involved uh, maybe with some other guys, some cheaper defensemen. What do you think, Matt? You ever look I, at a game and you just have no rhyme or reason why, <laughs> but you just go, yeah, I'm picking this team. That's yeah, oh yeah. Uh, that's how I'm feeling with the Oilers right now. The Oilers? Yeah. And I think there's an opportunity. And I think right now, like we were talking about before the show, Mike Smith is in. And so that's yeah, one check mark towards what I like to hear. And then number two, looking at the Edmonton money line right now, it's plus money. And I think a guy like Darnell Nurse will move that line a tiny bit. Not enough to make you go, wow, bet him now, but I'll take advantage of plus one oh five right now, live betting it on like as of current odds at ten forty one AM. Uh, give me the Oilers here. Give me the Oilers. Give me the over. I think that's the play right now for me. Oh, baby. I think I'm on board with you, Edmonton. Like, it's just uh, a good opportunity maybe to jump on them at plus money. Um, I like it. I have something juicy for you, Meanie. I, I don't know if you looked at this, but uh, Darnell Nurse, he's had goals in two of his last four games. I know he's not really known for goal scoring here, um, but he's plus 2,400 on DK for first time goal or first, first goal of the game. I like, I like that, it. especially yeah. especially if Barry's out. That's a juicy, juicy, juicy line. Um, that's the that's the one that stood out to me. I mean, even at any time score, I get it. Again, he's not a scorer. Like before those two games, he hadn't scored for a long, long time. But uh, plus four hundred for any time goal score, plus twenty four hundred for first goal of the game. I'm I'm willing to throw that in there. And you know what? I love that call by you. You can just put 0.25 unit or anything like that. But for somebody who is going to play almost half the game, like he's, he's not going to get 30 minutes, but he may get 25, 26. Mm -hmm. If there's no Barry, he could, you know, he's going to get a lot of power play time. He could get four or five minutes on the power play. I like that. Have That's what you're here for. Some first time goals, some crazy first time goal calls like yeah. that. Why not? Darnell nurse. I like it. I gave Carlson the other day. He was 22 to one. It's like, sometimes you just have to just take those shots on those. Like, wow, that's super long odds. Like offensive defenseman playing top power play time on a good team. Like you can score some goals, you take a shot on it. We didn't get this game on Monday. It was canceled due to weather, but the Kings and the blues will try to go at it again in LA plus 120 for the Kings 19 and eight against the spread 11, 10 and six. The Blues minus 139, 7 and 21. The Blues have been a frustrating team, Javi. They've been frustrating in DFS. I feel like times I'm on them, the, the offense is not there, and then I avoid them, and then they, they score in bunches. And Bennington has just been very, very inconsistent. I know he's fresh off um, 
six-year contract. I know he's got a Stanley Cup. I know all of that stuff, but he has been very inconsistent. And Eric on Monday, I believe, was on Los Angeles. The Kings have taken a couple meetings against the Blues this season. They've beaten them 4-2. They beat them... Actually, they've beaten them three times. And the, the most recent time was a big comeback. They were down three goals, and they came back and, and won. What do you think about this matchup? Is Part of me thinks Blues because I, I feel like they're the better team, but they've been very inconsistent. No, they have been inconsistent, but I, I looked at that puck line. How do you not? Plus 185 on DK right now. Listen, I'm not a believer in the Kings. I, I think another team that's that could be up and coming, they started off really well. Um, they allowed a ton of chances. Like, I think they're top five in, in shots allowed in the league right now. Um, and, and again, if uh, Peterson's one of the most frustrating goalies, especially in DK, I, I don't, I don't want to roster him. I, I like to attack him now, you know. So I, I do like the Blues here uh, with the puck line. Um, I do like the sixty-minute line for the Blues too at plus one seventeen. So I think that. Uh, those are two interesting bets for me that that stand out here. And from a DFS perspective, I, I'm a, I don't know how sneaky it would be, but I like the Blues quite a bit. So I, I know we'll get to that shortly. But I'm a I'm a big fan of the Blues here. I'm not a believer in the Kings um, at all, and I like those bets. So those are those are interesting odds for me. I I, I do think that this is a. Uh, it, it was interesting because we didn't get the game because of weather, but I, I think this is a, there's no way that, I mean, right. There's no way the blues lose four in a row to the Kings this season. So, I mean, I, I'm on the blues. I'm all over the blues tonight. Yeah. They have just taken a look. So they've beaten them six, three, they've beaten them three, nothing. They've beaten them two, one. They've beaten them four, three. <laughs> like they've actually had their way with St. Louis. Like, it's like, Oh my goodness. Um, keep an eye on Dustin Brown. It was a late scratch. We, we, we didn't get the shot prop there because he just didn't play, obviously. Um, so it was just voided off. But Kempe filled in on that top line uh, when he didn't play against Colorado. Um, so, But if he does play, I'll go to him. Brown is a favorite of ours, two and a half. So I'm, I'm, I'm not seeing him on the board at all. Um, actually, here he is on DraftKings Sportsbook. Again, ftmbets.com. Get the free prop shop there. You just type in a guy and you'll see the best odds available to you across all of the books. Best shot prop odds, goals, points, anything. DraftKings has him at minus 155, two and a half shots. I think he's hit it in eight straight games. He's been very, very consistent. He's doing it early too, which makes you feel really good. Matt will ask you again. We'll bring you in. I th- I think I'm leaning LA, but Javi's on the blues. Split the tie. I'm leaning L.A. Uh, Simply put, when was the last time we watched the Blues play and went, that was a dominating win or that was a convincing win? And I'm looking through all these box scores. I went through natural stat trick, looked a lot of like just heat maps and everything. The last convincing win to me was February 12th against the Arizona Coyotes. Other than that, they've played the Sharks close. Uh, They haven't played L.A. close. And the Sharks aren't a team you want to play close. They've played the Ducks close. Uh, Vegas, they played close once and then they got dominated on the 13th by him just give me la on the puck line tonight i don't think i'm brave enough or ballsy enough to go after the uh, money line here but just give me give me the puck line i think they can cover that easily all right blues disappointing but i think we maybe will see like i'm into the goals too javi i think it could be a sneaky dfs as let's let's go over to dfs now and let's talk about the the top centers got mcdavid here uh, 9-2, and then there's a massive drop-off uh, after that. We got Miller, 6-3, 
Kopitar, 6-2, Shifley, 6-1, Couturier, 6, Horvat, 5-9, Zabinijad, 5-8, O'Reilly, 5-7, Couture, 5-6. Um, a little bit later on down the list, um, Giroux is 4-8. I thought Suzuki had his best game in about two and a half weeks. He's 4-7. What do you think? What are you doing? Like, is this a – you're in on the Oilers, so are you in on McDavid? I am. Uh, it's news. tough not to. Yeah, it's tough not to be. I am a little, a little worried about the the Calgary matchup and how good they've played uh, defensively. Dude. But um, it it also depends on ownership. But I I am on the Oilers. I do like you know uh, McDavid, Drysaitel, uh, Yamamoto. I keep going back to Yamamoto, but he keeps burning me. Yeah. I don't know why I keep doing it, meaning. But the upside's there, me. though, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, for, for sure. But I, I like Vancouver. Like Vancouver again. I like to target Ottawa. I like to target the King, so I like St. Louis. But if I had to pick a favorite, Meany, it's not going to be Edmonton, actually. I lean Vancouver. Um, you know, again, the Bo Horvat, he's, he's under 6K still in a matchup against Ottawa. We consider this a plus matchup, so I like him quite a bit here. Um, and then going back to St. Louis, I know you guys uh, are more in the Kings, but I, I do like Ryan O'Reilly. Um, I like Shen in this spot too. So those are, those are the centers that I'm mainly looking at. But, of course, you can't cross off McDavid. It's Connor McDavid, right? I know it is. It's tough. It's like, oh, Connor McDavid. Great. We're, just, we're going to talk up <laughs> McDavid. Um, but yeah, if you want to be a little bit different, I am going to avoid um, the Oilers. I, 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 I've watched yeah. the Flames now three times in a row and Sutter and, and just the way that they're playing right now and Markstrom. I'm going to avoid Edmonton. It's always scary. If you're playing multiple lineups, sure, have a, have a McDavid lineup in there. Have some fun with Dry Settle and Yamamoto. Uh, maybe you want to get ultra contrary and you go Nugent Hopkins or something like that. But at the center position, there's not a ton of, a ton of value. Like there's some guys that you mentioned in that mid range, but I like the Couture line mm. at six K. I like him. Um, I glass also, too. I forgot about that. Yes. Stevenson's out. Yeah. Glass. If Stevenson is out glass, he's three, four. And he's also been getting power play time too. So he played 16 minutes the other night. He didn't put any shots on that. It was like a a big zero from him, but even still like the upside is definitely there in this spot, in this matchup. And I will say, uh, I got this weird feeling about Suzuki. I got him 18 to one for a a first time goal. I was just really impressed with his game last time out. He looked good. They've juggled the lines a little bit in, in Montreal and it's, it's benefited him uh, quite a bit. Like he's playing with Defoli and Gallagher, right? So those are, two really strong shooters and it's kind of woken him up a little bit to get going. So that's it for, I think for center Matt bring you into, is there, is there any centers we didn't mention that you have your eye on? Like Monaghan four nine is pretty interesting to me. He's it's just, he's been very hit or miss as well, but he's underpriced. I think. There's not a lot that you guys didn't touch upon. I really like the Suzuki call. I actually was going to bring him up to get in your good books. Um, but Suzuki's, Suzuki's a dude that I like there. Um, a guy with high upside that I don't think a lot of people will be on in cash that you can play in GPPs. Give me Pierre-Luc Dubois, 41. I don't think that's a bad play at all whatsoever. If you are like our pal Cam Stewart and like San Jose, Tomas Hurdle, 4,400 is another guy around that price range. But I don't think you need to get too cute with centers today. I don't think there's a lot of value to be had. Oscar Lindblom at 2700 looks incredibly attractive. But once you take a deeper dive into what Lindblom's done lately, 
there's not a lot there whatsoever, so his price is actually justified. I know that we were on him earlier in the season and enjoying him to just be a good salary play, but I think centers where you kind of spend up if you don't go with McDavid, there's nothing wrong with taking a Kopitar here at 6,200 in the GPP. I'm a big fan of that. Uh, I think my biggest stay away, though, is Mika. I, I can't do it. I will not do it. I'm going to stay far away yep. from it. At 58, people, I think, will just go, well, he was supposed to be a top, top draft pick and just go to that price and go, so he's going to show it tonight, maybe? And it's just not going to happen for you at 5,800. Watch him get a hat yeah. trick now. Run for the hills. Run. Good. I would love to see him get a hat trick. I got him in a couple season-long leagues, Whoa. and they're suffering. I could use some Mika. But the thing that Javi said earlier is the key, like, if – that line was starting to show me something with Kreider and Buchnevich, but it was a last scratch like Buchnevich and Adam Fox. Like those are two big missing pieces, especially Fox. But all of a sudden you take Buchnevich off that line and it's, it's, it's a downgrade. Right. And you mentioned Panera, Matt. So that's, that's kind of the line, but I'm in on, I'm Philly. I really like that top line. I know we get a lot of questions in discord cause it is like, it's, there's three lines really that you can attack in, in Philly and Lindblom was a guy that we talked about quite often, but he's buried on that fourth line. He's not getting any power play time, but Hayes on that second unit with Konechny and then Giroux and Voracek is an old connection that they're kind of playing together again and hitting the score sheet. So there's lots of different avenues that you can go with Philly, but I always just go to that top line um, with Couturier. Okay. Over at wing, dry settle eight, six, Patrick, eight, one, Kachuk, seven, three, JVR, seven, two, Panarin, 7-1. Perron, 7. Stone, 6-9. Toffoli, 6-8. Besser, 6-7. Kane, 6-6. Matthew Kachuk, 6-5. Uh, there's, a, there's a lot of just really interesting targets in this like low 6K range, upper 5K range. Um, if you're spending at all, like I guess, Javi, I think I know where you're going here. Perron, 7. Besser, 6-7. Like, these are guys for you, I think, tonight. Canucks and Blues. Yeah, yeah, no, those those are probably two of the guys that stood out the most, especially because you know I, I'm all about the correlation of, of you know power play power line or, or top yeah. line, um, and I, I like that, especially when they're on the line together, plus they're on the power play. So yeah, I, I do like Bester quite a bit, um, Perona as well. Uh, again, I know I know I'm on the the outside here uh, with with my uh, Florida we- Panthers gear, liking St. Louis, but uh, you know I. I I am a big fan of the St. Louis Blues. I, I just don't I, – I don't think they're going to lose to the Kings again. But, again, we've been uh, – Yeah. I don't know. We could yeah, see I some could goals. My wheels. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We could see seven sure. or eight goals in this game. I wouldn't be shocked. I, I like both sides of it. I'm not hating the Blues at all. Like, I can – like, Tarasenko is still underpriced at 5'8". Perron is – he's priced up there 7K, but he's been unbelievable – this season, Kairu's lost a spot up top. Sanford is a value at three seven if you want to get there. Uh, Hoffman has been disappointing, but I think if you're you know contrarian, and then I like the Kopitar from call from Matt because he's just a guy that just he doesn't get any respect. I don't think. But again, going back to this Philly and New York game, Hart Georgiev. I watched the game on Monday. It was just bad defense on both sides you take away fox and the rangers are super thin i don't know if adam fox is going to return in this game or not even if he does i still think that there's lots of offense here uh crider's six three i'm lean philly more Faraby six connect i like too four four and then on d we could switch over to d but like goss spears four eight like he's a nice value as well but up at the top mm-hmm. of the board burn six five theodore six three i think theodore 
Theodore is a really strong play. You know, we're not going to get Petrangelo. Shabbat, 6-1. Barry is 6. I don't know if he's going to play. And that would make Darnell Nurse, as we already talked about a lot. Darnell Nurse played 30 minutes in his last game. So that's like kind of what we could see from him if there's no Barry, which is crazy. What a horse. Petrie, 5-8. Hit two posts the other night. He's still leading defenseman in points. Doughty, 5-6. Hughes, 5-5. Giordano, 5-3. Martinez, 5-2 is another guy who's been benefiting from Petrangelo out of the lineup getting some power play time as well are you spending up on d i feel like you're a guy who likes to try to find some value on defense yeah i'm more of a value guy but if barry's out uh nurse is, is a lock button for me uh i think you know with all the ice time he's gonna get um going in this matchup uh, it's not the best against calgary but he's gonna see playoff time or playoff power time play. uh, from his st- Wow, playoff time, power play time there. Um, and then I do like Shea Theodore too, like 6,300, still no Petrangelo. But yeah, I do like to to pay down. You know that, Meanie. Uh, I, had a, I had a killer one the other day, which was good, uh, which was Ben. So Jordy Ben, uh, he, he, he had quite quite the game the other day. And I, I'm going to go back to that, 2,600. Um, he, he's had two games in a row where he's had the assist there. Um, he, he's super, super good value here going against Ottawa. Uh, and he's had over eight DK points in four straight. So from a, from a punt standpoint at 2,600, it's, it's pretty hard to ignore Jordy Ben here. Yeah. I like that. You know, anybody on Vancouver, honestly, because they just give up so much that you get that shot block bonus, right? Like Travis Hamannick has been a guy that is on my radar too. Like look at the blocks four, seven, two, six, two. He's got five shots in his past two games. He's three, nine. Jacob Truba is underpriced, especially if Fox is not going to play. He played 27 minutes the other night. He's getting some power play time. He's a guy that can get you the, the shot and the block bonus, and he does have a little bit of offensive upside despite zero goals on the season. Uh, Josh Morrissey is another guy underpriced, 4K. He's got three points in his last two games. Uh, all three have been on the power play. He's got nine shots in his last two and 14 shots in his last three. On top of that, he's got eight blocks over his last three games. This is just a, a usage guy, eats a lot of minutes, 29 minutes, 25, 24, 24 over his past four games. So, again, lots of minutes. Coglin, 3-8. Just checking value defensemen at you guys here. I think the plays are Theodore and Nurse or Petrie up at the top. But if you want to save some cash, Coglin. Uh, again, power play time. He is 3-8 on DK. And then I will say Ethan Bear, he's 2-5. He's min-price. He's probably going to get some power play time. He's got seven blocks in his last two games. He played 21 minutes, already hammered home the point that Barry may not play in this game. He's got 20 DK points in his past two games. That is pretty good for a guy who's 2-5. He picked up the assist in his last game, too. He's got some offensive upside. It's just been slow moving for him to start his NHL career. And then over in St. Louis and L.A., I still think Dowdy at 5-6 is underpriced and then Falk at 4-5. So there's lots of value at the, the defense position. All right, let's wrap up. Matt, what do you got for us from Monday? All right, let's take a quick peek over here. So on Monday, you went 5-9 for nine for your picks. Tampa Bay puck line did not hit. Washington puck line was just the easiest bet of the day. Uh, Vegas <laughs> puck Sanders. line, duh, man. They fired your right. coach. R.I.P. Yeah, he's he's long gone now. And uh, Taylor Hall, man, you sent me that gif last night or that image of him taking that oh puck to the jibs. Oh, Talk nice. about insult to injury. Uh, Vegas puck line missed. Calgary Edmonton under six missed. Don't worry, I'll start saying something's hit. Vancouver, <laughs> Ottawa under six and a half hit. Philly, New York over six hit. Winnipeg money line did not hit. Fuckers. Florida money line and Pittsburgh <laughs> money line did hit. And shot props. 
a hot fire, four for five, Barkov, yes, another asshole, to Foley, two and a half, <laughs> Connor, two and a half, to Brinkett, two and a half, and old Mika Zabinajad ruined your perfect shot prop night just getting oh. to, I mean, Barkov had, what, five shots, to Foley had, what, like five shots, too? Couldn't they just yeah. give a shot to Mika and call it a day? Um, and not to circle back real quick, but in DK, Keandre Miller at $3,200, I like yes. it. Good call. Uh, yeah, that's a great call. Overlooked him. I like that one a lot. Yeah, Mika's a Ben and Jad, man. My goodness. Been burning me. I looked at him today on DK. He's three and a half, but to go under three and a half, it's minus 200. Like, you can't do it, right? You can't do You can't make Mm-mm. that bet. No, minus that's, 195, that's too much. You just... You can't do it, but he has been two and a half in some, on some books. It's just like kind of reeling me in a little bit on Mika. Uh, maybe he's going to have a night tonight guys. Um, okay. So I like the flyers and the over. I like Vegas on the puck line. I like the under in that Vegas and San Jose game. I'm going back to the under in Edmonton and Calgary. I know that's scary, but I am going back there. It was just a lot of goals late in the third period. We were on our way. We were going to get that one. I'm going back to it. And I think really that's it. There's really not a lot of money line teams, but if if you are looking for like the money line parlay, you could put Vegas in there to make it better, like Vegas, Philly, Edmonton. Let's chuck Edmonton in there, Matt. So let's recap here. Philly in the over, Vegas puck line, Vegas San Jose under six, Edmonton, and Edmonton and Calgary under six. So I'm just staying away from the Blues and the Kings. You guys can confuse me too much with that matchup. <laughs> and if I were to pick between the Habs and the Jets, I would go to the Jets plus money at home as a little bit of a bounce back spot for them. But the shot props, the usual suspects with Toffoli and Connor, two and a half. Max Pacioretty, I will go back to that too, three and a half. Marcia So didn't really kind of brought him up, but didn't hammer home the shot prop. He's on a DK, but two and a half. I think you can find him bet MGM or bet three, six, five, two and a half, right around minus 120. I think it's a pretty good spot. Sharks gave up a lot. Dustin Brown, two and a half as well. So those are the shot props. Looking for some goals. I think Brock Besser in Vancouver. I think Faraby in Philadelphia, Suzuki in Montreal. Love the Pierre-Luc Dubois call. He is a great long shot for a first-time goal as well, if you want to get involved with that one. Um, Max Pacioretty. Actually, let's go Marcia So. Marcia So in Vegas. He's our guy tonight. Abby, you missed him the other night, but it was a good call by you. This is a bad beat. Um, and then St. Louis, Tarasenko. Mm-hmm, nurse. <clears throat> Sorry. Tarasenko. And I was going to leave it to you. Edmonton, <laughs> Darnell Nurse. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Do it. First time goal. I mean, or first, first time goal. First goal of the game. I, li- I like him quite a bit here. Um, especially if Barry's out, man. If Barry's out, lock it in. I agree. Plus 2,400. All right. Um, do you want to recap your picks? What'd you have there? You had, you like Vegas in the puck line. You like the blues Oilers. I like, I like the Oilers money line. I like the, the blues puck line. I like Vegas puck line. Um, Matt, Matty best did scare me with the, the blues puck line, but I, I'm, I'm going to go to it. I don't, I think, the, I, I don't stick think they're going to, yeah, I'm going to stick to my guns there. Um, I like the, I like the over on the, the Rangers and flyers. I know we, I didn't touch on that one too much. Um, and I do like the Canucks puck line as well. Going back to that. All right, giddy up, happy. Finally, we had you on the show. We appreciate you getting up at like three in the morning to do this show on the West coast. <laughs> uh, happy Perlezzo. Give him a follow there on Twitter. Jay Perlezzo, DFS, covering all kinds of sports over at FTN. Good luck, everybody out there. Thank you, Maddie, as always. And we will be back on Friday with Cam Stewart.
Enjoy. Cheers. Thank <laughs> you.